Dopest flyest, OG pinliest, dopest flyest, OG pinliest, dopest flyest, OG pinliest, dopest flyest, OG pinliest, dopest flyest, 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 dopest flyest, OG pin pasta gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. We have made it almost to 2017. Hold on. What up? Let's uh, full frontal nudity here. Uh, 10.39 p.m. 10.39 On PM. New Year's Eve, and we're doing a podcast. <laughs> so if you sync your clocks while listening. <laughs> Synchronized watches. Approximately 60, wait, wait, an hour and 21 minutes from now, it will be New Year's. We will let you know when that happens. Uh, or you'll, you're in your car right now like, fuck, Right, because we are not broadcasting this live. There's no way you're going to hear this as we do it, but... Happy New Year. We couldn't think of anything else better to do than have a podcast <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Literally. <laughs> and we've all been drinking for several hours. We've been drinking. We've been drinking. Several. Three. Four. And we ate lasagna. Several. Several. And tater tots. And tater tots. And so many snacks. And Dorito and Doritos and Snickers. Now, Montego. We'll just start real quick. Why don't you hip the people to the Dorito and Snicker phenomenon real quick? Why we why that's a thing. <laughs> the Doritos and Snickers was established. <laughs> established. <laughs> In the summer of 1999, oh, on George Mason's campus. Oh. <laughs> Actually, it was off campus at the 7-Eleven. So this is 17, oh 18 God. years old, this tradition now. Oh, yes. Yes. Longstanding. <laughs> and um, we had mowed the grass, and it was around 12 and one, 1 in the morning, and we decided to stop at the 7-Eleven. Are you Snapchatting? No. In the middle of this? No. Oh. Um... And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm hungry. I need a snack. And Snickers being one of my favorites and Doritos being another favorite, I was like, well, why not combine the two? And there, Snickers and Doritos was born. Had you been partaking in the devil's lettuce? I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was being a little adventurous that night. But, oh, so for those who don't, Realize what the Doritos and Snickers is. Basically, you take a Snickers, a mini, a miniature Snickers, a miniature Snickers, or a fun size Snickers, fun preferably. Size. <laughs> or you can use a full size or king size, but just, you should cut yes, those up, cut it up. And then what do you do with it, Montego? And then you simply put both of them in your mouth at the same time and enjoy. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you present make a them like a canopy. Oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Very, very much like a canopy. The like bougie canopy. people decided that they were going to make them into little sandwiches and things. I just simply eat it. And a moose bush. Yeah, but yes, that is how you do it and enjoy. And so, delicious. Do you have a, the now for those who say Doritos and Snickers? That doesn't sound. Like something that would be enjoyable, but Which yet it everyone is. in this room has said to me, right? Yes. We were all skeptical. We <laughs> were all amazing. skeptical. But do you have a theory as to why 
those two things, seemingly things that would not pair well together, seem to pair well, so, pair so perfectly uh, when tasted together. Why would they seemingly not pair well together? Well, it's nacho cheese and chocolate <laughs> and peanuts. Like it's a but it's MSG and right. And I think that you're. Mars. I think you're getting it. I chocolate. think you're getting at my what I'm. Like, what you're getting at my you, what I'm getting to. Is it it's the, all. Is it the salty sweet? Thing? I don't know. I hear a lot of people say salty sweet. I'm. I don't, I don't really salty, judge sweet, it that cheesy. way because Caramelly. I can't explain it. It's a party in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm going to say. That's what he said. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever looked in, have you ever looked into like the studies that go into how they come up with the formula for the nacho cheese on Doritos? Like millions of dollars are spent in taste research. And I have a feeling that it's just some chemical like magic happens that when both things are combined, these, these chemically engineered masterpieces of modern science modern junk food science are combined that like it's porn for your frontal lobe I guess yeah it just I'm endorphins sure, are I'm released I'm sure if we dug deep enough we would find out that Mars and the right. people who make Doritos <laughs> right. are they're owned by the same, Mars yeah, they're, and yeah, they're, they're basically the same, the same company and yeah it's the same chemicals I don't know but I do suggest you run out there and try it for 2017 my parents tried it, it is, my uh, parents tried it on our really? recommendation yes yeah. and they weren't they blown say? away by it they understood they, when they were like I understand what you but I was like <laughs> but I asked them I said were you high and they said no and I said well then you don't then you're you not gonna, then you oh. don't get it yeah you're not gonna get it well I don't need to be Hi. Now you don't. Enjoy no, not at all. Either way. Enjoy. Eminem's work as well. So, so yes, it is now 10 or Kit Kat or it's 10 Twix. 44 p.m. on January 31st, New Year's Eve. January 31st. It's December 31st, 2016. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Saturday. Let me keep the time at 10 44. In Trump's America. In Trump's America. It's wherever the fuck we, we are broadcasting from the future. Yes. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I really quickly, before we get into. Uh, Mr. Wise's white fuckery. I have to say that in Trump's America, <clears throat> I was telling the cast today that I had a lot of errands to run, and usually, like, I don't even leave my house on a normal day. I order everything online. So today, I had to go to Harris Teeter, and I'm driving down the ro- road trying to get there. I missed my turn like six times. I was like, this is why I don't fucking go anywhere. So I pull into the garage. The only parking available is expecting mothers. And so I pulled in. You may expect to be a mother exactly. someday. You could but be two months alone. <laughs> Some I mean, but it was like the picture had the mom with the baby. So I think it was a, like more of like less of like a suggestion and more of like you need to have these things to like park here. No. And so I was it's like. It's not like it's a law. They it's can't not make a law. law. Like, I'm like, whatever. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Kiss my ass. Like I'm parking here. I have to go pick up my Adderall. Like it's important. So I parked the car. <laughs> Yeah, it's important. It is. I parked the car. I go in. I had an attitude. Left with my shit. Had a better attitude. Still pulled out. And I was disappointed in the woman who was waiting for my spot because she didn't pull in because she saw I was expecting parent. And I was like, girl, fuck this. This is Trump's America. You might not have a baby or you might, but you might expect to be disappointed. I don't know. I just expect to park in a free spot in a parking lot. Parents have all these spots 
everywhere. And every time I go somewhere, I'm like, I'm not parking in the back of the lot just because you had a crotch guy. In a true, fr- in a true free market economy, <laughs> doing it. the person with the it's most cold money as fuck would outside. Sit, like, would like, I'm not hiking across the goddamn garage because you have a baby. Like, handicapped people, I get it. <laughs> Veterans, I get it. Like, I'm totally. Wait I'll, a minute, they have veteran parking? Yes. Uh, yeah. They have yes. family parking. They have police yeah, parking. Police Wait parking. a minute, where do they have but veteran parking? But what if my parking? family is at home? I still have a family. Right. Look, it doesn't so make any sense. There's, it's not enforceable. When we walked outside today and Montego <laughs> was teasing me about my bouginess, mm-hmm. that's exactly every moment I felt when I pull into the parking garage <laughs> and get out of the car because I'm like, I dare you to say something to me. We <laughs> always, Veronica and I always park in those those spots. Trump's America. Um, the only one we don't park in is the is the police officer parking because and well, handicap. Veronica's black, so we don't want to do that. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like wow. we we don't and obviously handicap, but that's illegal. You can't park there. That's illegal. You'll get a ticket. But the other ones, like really, like expecting family parking. Like yeah, family. You get additional six spots. Family. I'm like family, family parking. Park. Park. Like we are a family. Exactly. Veronica and I are a family. Wellington doesn't want to walk that. We're a family. He has little legs. <laughs> Anywho, sorry for that sidebar. What's going on, in white fuckery, Mister? Oh, Williams? white fuckery. Well, the fuckery. Has oh wait, been I need to introduce the stuff show. You're oh. listening to Nerds in Luxury. Grr. <laughs> Live from Depth Charge Studios in, in Alexandria, Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah. This is episode eight. 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 Wow. We looks <clears throat> like we made it. Um, it's been a funny eight episodes. Ocho. Thank you to everybody. We, the audience is growing. Yeah. So thank you to those who have been. Uh, Thanks for everyone who's referred a friend. To or, all my wonderful fans. Dear fans. Oh, and yeah, Google Play. Go to Inside Google Music, you know, to search. Inside Google Music. Click Google <laughs> it's weird. Music. Go to podcasts. Oh, what they're doing is they're giving you instructions of how to find us on Google yeah. Play. Yeah, because it's a little... They don't really have the podcast. Thing so maybe we should try that again because you did just throw that out there at them. And Go they, into your Google Play Music. Not the Play Store, but Google Music. It's an app that should be on your phone if you have the Play Store. And go into that app and then go into the podcast section of the music store and then search nerds and luxury and voila yes. but if you go into the regular play store and search it amongst apps and everything else nothing will come up right. no podcast will also, come up also don't us. be afraid to f- there's a picture of a black girl on the cover I know that's a little surprising because we do have three male <laughs> <laughs> but we, we have, have two very male, fine black women hey, on this show. Hey, absolutely yes, we Yes, we do. But it's a picture of a black girl in glasses, so don't be thrown off by that. We we love our crew here, but uh, it's it's nerdy luxury. So yes. find us, follow us, fan us, love yes. us. Oh yeah, in five star review us, and I will ask Sosa to read it in her war torn Chechnya voice. <laughs> Invite us to host your birthday parties. And oh yeah, things of that nature. Yeah. Bar mitzvahs. I'm down for hey, bar mitzvahs. I'm, I'm, I'm like, down for a bar mitzvah. You bar mitzvah. Know. Anything. You want right, some fun bar mitzvah, people? Bar mitzvah, you want whatever. some fun yeah. people at your party? You've got five right here. Yeah, or at your bris. I don't know. Ooh, I don't <laughs> oh. think I can do the bris. My kids christenings. <laughs> My kids, My kids christening. Hey, <laughs> Nikolai. <laughs> Autobus. Autobus. Mikel Kore. 
Anywho. Oh, uh, so Veronica got us new pillows. These pillows <laughs> that she got us, like how much were these retail costs oh, of these okay. pillows before you got the discount? They're like $100 pillows. Yeah, they're $100. So on one side of the pillow is memory foam, and then on the other side of the pillow is like a regular pillow. Interesting. Mm. And this, and yes, it's a hybrid pillow. (laughs) And I've never really liked memory foam pillows because they're usually too stiff. But this one is like the soft, real spongy memory foam. And you still get the benefit of the memory foam, even if you're lying on the other side of the pillow. Well done, Veronica. Well done. We have a love affair with sleep and renewed (laughs) in our house. Those sound like great gifts. Yes. Just well, okay. This just happened because we obviously went to see our family for Christmas, and Wise left his pillow at his sister's house, and I was like, "Well, ah, not turning around to Richmond to get a new pillow." And these are on sale, sixty percent off. They at stay Macy's. cool. <laughs> they stay cool. They're like too. those stay cool pillows. Yeah. So uh, it was the same day I cut my thumb wide open. So oh. before oh. I cut my thumb, so open. we now have a sleep number bed. <clears throat> these like space <clears throat> age pillows, <throat> like we are sleeping in the twenty first century, ladies and gentlemen. And, and let me tell you, the dog doesn't even sleep. You, if you are not sleeping in the twenty first century, it is the century you want to be sleeping in. So what is your sleep number, Mr. Wall? 55. Veronica's oh. is like, she sleeps, the bed has no air in it when she sleeps on it. She's <laughs> sleeping on the board. She's sleeping on the on the box spring underneath because the air is, she's like on 20 or something. Oh, God. Are you, isn't that where you're at? I was on 20. Oh, did you add, a, did you add I five? Added, I had, shut up. <laughs> I, I'm like 35 now. That's my uh, number. 35. Okay. Look at us. You have a sleep What's, number two? Well, I went into the store and I laid on the bed. And it's all it takes. That's all it takes. So, and so and I Sosa just know said, my number. Sosa said, I am going to sleep in the 21st century. Uh-huh. So how do those work out for sex? That okay. I'm well, not, having, I mean, I'm not so having that. I don't. That's is, a good question. There is a crafty feature that has been installed <laughs> on <laughs> the installed. bed. Yes. So there's a remote. It's a digital. It's got a screen on it. And with the push of a button, you can set the entire bed to 100. It will set both sides all flat to 100, which is like a table. And that's the. There's only one reason why that feature exists. And we found it. <laughs> and that's, that's where we, yes. And that's to where answer you your in. question, yes, that is why it's done. It's is it comfortable? Yes. Oh, see, she's shaking her head. It's now. okay. No, it's comfortable for fucking yes, but yeah. Is it no, like, no, yeah. You don't, don't want to lay sleep on hundred. No. Our chiropractors like my sleep limber is hundred, and I'm like, you weigh three hundred fifty pounds. He's huge. He's huge and He's like huge. and he's like six foot six. He sleeps on hundred. I'm like, w- w- sometimes we've had had sex on 100 and then forgotten it. I've forgotten to change it and I'm like it's the worst pain oh my god you're like it's yeah you're like wait a minute this isn't right so what if you don't do it on 100 it's like whatever well it's like it's like being on a really soft mattress (laughs) where your knees are where everything gets sunken in because all the weight is scissors on the bed of whose side well, because it's like, you have it's two like bodies the wet spot now. of the yeah. bed. It's like, it's you know, are we gonna in. are we gonna fuck on sixty five or are we gonna fuck on thirty five? Like that's really like you feel like if an, you forget about you it, you feel like an athlete fucking when it's on a hundred. Yeah. When it's sagging, you're like, oh shit. Um, like all right, if, I, if I if I if I if I reposition myself too quickly, I might pull a muscle. Off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on a hundred, you're like, this is fabulous. Yeah, so don't forget to fuck on a hundred. How long have you had this bed for? Over two years, almost two years. Two years. And within the two years and 
if you have regular sex life, yeah. which I kind of feel like you guys do, mm-hmm. how would you say the mattress is holding up? Really well. To that, like, well, does it still feel like kind of day it's one? Or? Not really a mattress. <laughs> when they delivered it, I was sh- like, I thought I'd gotten ripped off <laughs> because I was expecting. <laughs> what it. is this? What I was is so this? Con- well, no, because I was so concerned. I was like, okay, how are they going to get up the steps? Like, how are they going to get it in? And the motherfuckers, the p- truck parks outside, and these motherfuckers walk in with like three boxes that they're carrying under their arm. And I'm like, um, where's the bed? And they're like, he's right here, senor. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, what the fuck did I do? So meanwhile, they open one box and the entire base of the bed is in those big like polyurethane plastic pieces and it just snaps together. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty impressive. And then they lay the surface down and then basically the bed itself is a layer of foam, like really nice foam the air balloons and then a nice layer of like bed foam on top. And then they zip that up into a mattress and they plug it into a giant compressor, which is installed under the bed, which the remote control controls. And then you just set it up and it inflates with air. So it's really, you're just sleeping on air. You're not the only parts of the, that are actually a bed is the sack that's holding the whole thing together. The holding the mattress together. It's a very expensive air mattress. Yeah. It's a very expensive air, but damn it. It was worth the money. So again, the question that I asked was that no one answered. Within two years, how is it sleep? It, do you still feel like kind of like you, you do when you first get? Yeah. Yes, there's nothing really to wear out. I guess is what my the bed feels great. Yeah, because you're because you if you want you if you need it's, to add air you would, can add air if you it's want it's a more worth firm. the investment. Yes, it's worth the yeah. investment. It's worth the payments every month. Sometimes later. I bump it up a little bit if I want to yeah. sleep on a more firm mattress. Sometimes I lower it down if I want to sleep on a soft. Like it's like if I've had a shitty day at work, I turn the number up. You know, mm. to give my back more. Support, they need to but... knock off a payment for as much as we're talking about. <laughs> so, so the bottom line. So the bottom line for sl- sleep. Sleep number. number. Sleep mm-hmm. number. Mattresses. Is- Fuck on a hundred? Yes. Fuck on a hundred. I mean, like, I even like wrote a rap song. I was like, she put the bed on a hundred. <laughs> she put the bed on. I'm like, I wonder if, if there's enough people that would know what this is. <laughs> I then I'd have to find someone to do it. Cause that's definitely not my style. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what were we doing? We what were, we're doing? White fuckery. You, yeah. Oh, you and your people. Get well, let's together. talk about. Let's I'm not Jewish and Polish. <laughs> yeah, you're close mom, enough. Your I mom, know. I, did y'all see my Christmas gift? But look, okay. Yeah. So, so since we're going to talk about white fuckery, let's talk about um, real quickly. I'll talk about our Christmas, which was spent at <laughs> my sister's house in Richmond. One of my sisters. I have three younger sisters. So uh, the whole family was. My whole family was there. My mother, my father. Uh, all of our in-laws. All of our in-laws, my all my sisters, their um, husbands and and uh, dogs, the six dogs. Um, it's typical. And then was that Christmas night that we went out? All went out to the gazebo. Uh, I went there the night that I got there. Well, there was a night we we always go out to the gazebo to partake in herbal refreshment. But the we there there's a gazebo covered gazebo outside on the deck, and we end up ended up there on on um, Christmas night for several hours, um, partaking in what I just said and playing a game called Cards Against Humanity. Now, 
Am I the only one in here who's played? Is Veronica and I the only ones that have played Cards Against Humanity? Is everyone? Is anyone else in here played? I have watched Will Wheaton play <laughs> Cards Against Humanity on YouTube. Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. I've actually played the game. Uh, Cards Against Humanity. I, have, I have not. I've neither played nor heard. All right. So Cards Against Humanity is um, a game that's supposed to, um, I guess, drop. You're supposed to drop all. Um, decorum and etiquette for this game that re- hence the name cards against humanity but it's a real simple game it's not even one that's serious like where you could really actually where anyone really wins um, but basically it's two stacks of two stacks of cards um, th- there's a uh, the first card which one person will read and then that rotates around in a circle around the room and then everybody gets a group of a hand of cards that has um re- answers or responses mm-hmm. on the card. So you'll get a card that the person will read a card and it will say, you know, something, something blank. And then you have to fill in the blank. So, uh-huh. um, I'm th- trying to think of what would be a good example, Veronica, um, of, of a card against humanity card. Oh, one of the questions would be in my bedroom, you would find blank. And an answer could be white privilege, right? So all the all the an- yeah, dick, the cards you have in your dick. right, the cards you have in your hands are just <laughs> filthy things like funny stuff that and, and whoever picks the like basically you put in your card of what your aunt, what to, what that blank will you know to fill in the blank and then the person then reads them and then picks the one that they thought was the funniest or the best one okay. and then that person wins that hand and then they give you that card and then whoever technically has the most cards at the end of the game those black cards wins the game hmm. um, but they're real things like it's not made up it's not just like oh i found a leprechaun and you no it'll be like, it, these are real yeah, world it'll real be, life yeah. it'll be like it'll be like like you'll I get a car know. you'll get a car and, and they're and they're they're ra- there's racist shit in there there's all kinds of shit <clears throat> like it'll be like one of them i got one that was like Black Lives Matter. <laughs> like I don't know where I'm gonna play this, but uh, keep it. There's all kinds of wild, crazy, weird shit, and it's just the the fun of it is that you try to make up these most the most absurd sentences that you can get. So we were towards the end. We'd finally we'd gone around the table several times, and we had gotten to the point where we're like, okay, this is our last turn around the table. And Veronica is sitting to my right. My youngest sister Terry is sitting to her. Right. right to yeah to her right and i it's my turn to ask the question so i draw the question card and my sentence is um when all else fails i can at least masturbate to blank <laughs> <laughs> so that was my card so as soon as i say it my younger sister now mind you terry is i got i guess we're 10 years apart almost she's sitting kind of across from me like i said we're on a circular table she just goes she just starts laughing goes oh i got it and she slams the card down right and everybody else is like whatever they don't know there's a lot of us everybody's playing and they put the cards in so i shuffle them up i go through the first two and then i get to the third one i read the first two they're they're good they're not great but i get to the third one and i just i see it and i'm like and I just bust out laughing when I read it. And she starts laughing because she knows it's her card. <laughs> now, what I failed to mention is that it's me, 
Veronica to the right of Veronica is my mother. <laughs> and to then on the other, so to the right of her is Terry. So we're both looking at my mother and she's laughing, cracking the fuck up because she knows she got me. And I have to read this. It took me two or three minutes to compose myself. And then I had to say out loud in front of everybody at the table, when all else fails, I can at least masturbate to my mom. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, Wise also forgot to mention that his uh, middle sister, his the older sister of the three girls, their respective husbands and boyfriends, and her... Karen's father-in-law was also there. Yeah. So the whole family. The whole family's except there. Except our, our two small nephews who were smartly inside playing Snoopy because right. they're children. Playing Snoopy. Um, Snoopy video game. The whole family is outside playing Cards Against Humanity. And it took me several forever. minutes like, before he, I could even read I've it. I was I've like, oh my God. I've never seen why it's just so like. This is mortifying. He, 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 was, he couldn't say, and I like peeped over his shoulder, and I saw what it was, and I was like, he's but it not going to make it. it. Was even, but it was so funny, though. It was so funny that like for the rest of the trip, I like I would walk by my mom, and I would just be like, well, at least I can masturbate to you. <laughs> and she, she just cracked up. Your mom's such a good... Yeah, but it was weird. It was... My in-laws are so patient. It was fun. If, if you haven't played the game... Um, it's an interesting game. It is an interesting game. And you have to play it with people who are not afraid right. to just... Yeah. Like you un- just gotta go with yeah, it. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, all bets are off. Yeah. If you're playing this, all bets are off. Just go with it. It sounds like a, um, like a combination of uh, the match game back in the day and uh, Mad Libs, like an adult kind of yeah. Mad Libs yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, like the match game back in the day used to use a lot of, I think they just brought it back, but they used to use a lot of, uh, 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 Lawrence is so stupid. And then the audience would be like, how stupid, stupid is, is he? he? Right. <laughs> yeah. Every time he left the house, he would forgot, he, he would forget to bring his blank and like, right. they would give you a blank and yeah. you'd have to match the, the yeah, it's, it's kind of based off that. I, it was funny though, because like we, we came across, Big black dick as an answer, so like like yeah. five or six times. Yeah. It's like, like big black dick, really. Like, can I also add that this was not something that any of the sisters brought, or even us. My mother in law. Oh owns, yeah, she brought the cards. She brought the cards and, and the not, expansion yeah, packs. Several oh. expansion packs. She yeah, she gets a hoot out of it. So she if it's she likes hilarious. it, she's always like, "Oh, we're playing." Some but cards I don't think she ever. Exi- she did she, laugh her ass off though with the, mo- the masturbation yeah, mom thing. Because she was she's, she knew she's, it. She's, yeah, she's it's funny. Sport. If she your dad it. was out there, I, I don't think my dad, dad would have cracked up. Your dad would have cracked up, but he probably would have had to leave. Like yeah. he would have had to go on that one. Well, we only played like two more hands, and then we were like, "That's." I think we've, we've maxed it, it was out. A, it was a long... Well, there was so many Barack Obama jokes in there. Anywho, what else happened? Uh, at that or just... Yeah, just in general. Um, I don't know. The week between Christmas and New Year's, which probably everyone should just get off. Like, have the whole... Like, at some point, we should just have... I highly disagree. You I want all of you to go back to work. <laughs> I, you mean like some of those, like... Ancient cultural festivities where they right, would like, like take a off a whole exactly. week, <laughs> like a week, and, like the end everything of the year, just to celebrate and about everything. They just tell you like you that. need to buy all your groceries the for the next week, like 
in advance because nothing's going to be open <laughs> and we're having a festival for this entire Saturnalia. Week. <laughs> exactly. nobody, nobody goes to, everybody just uses it to spend their PTO, Montego. Um, um, that's because. I work every day. They <laughs> that's true too, but that's also because they t- basically started coming at me back in like July. Ooh. What are your holiday plans? What are you going to do for the holidays? Right. We want to make sure that everybody uses your PTO because right. apparently people have a lot of PTO that doesn't get rolled over. Oh no, I have the 13 damn, no, five hours that I'm losing because I literally took no PTO oh, that I earned this I'm year. I'm sorry. There's a, that well, sucks. I've learned that Going forward, like when we do our trip in July, I'm taking those two weeks off because mm-hmm. I'm gonna have the time. Because it's not like I'm gonna be anywhere anyway, yeah. and we don't have any vacation. Well, we have Martin Luther King. That is it until Labor Day. I don't work no, Martin Luther Memorial King. Memorial Day. We don't. I know, right? We, <laughs> we don't have, have Martin Luther King, Martin and then King that's King it. Memorial Day. And Memorial Day. That's it. Ugh. So yeah, July will be great because I will. There's take actually a study people. that uh, Americans so don't the take beach. their vacation, and uh, they don't. It was like a, especially millennials, blah blah blah. But it was like a shame thing. Like people, it's it's a it's two spectrum, two ends of it, where it's like either you're like if you're not taking these fabulous luxury vacation, you know, if you're not going to Hawaii or fucking Japan every year, then why are you taking a vacation? And then there's also like, well, you, you know, if you take a vacation, then, you know, you'll fall behind at work right, someone's or you'll take lose your job, job or right. something. So there's, there's, what there's the, a shame. That comes out of the recession you know? yeah. a lot where people are like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to take anything because yeah. I might come back and somebody else has my job. Like, because that's how everyone felt. I mean, I fought tooth and, and nail the first, my point. first year at my old job. Like, I wanted to take a week off and I cussed my boss out because now, she wouldn't give me the PTO. I mean, she bent and gave it to me after I had to get nasty and I apologized. But I got my, my vacation. But now the culture has changed. Right. And it's a liability. There are they're now looking at wellness yeah. right. for the employees. And wellness includes ensuring that you take time off and disconnect and aren't you know, like those types of things. So but are these true? Are these things that they truly care about? Or are these like buzzy things that they're going to do for the next two, three years? You know, well, is this the new safe things, space for certain corporate Americans? Is this the new pumpkin spice? Yeah, like, <laughs> is it new pumpkin spice? <laughs> is it? For some places, you have to do it because when I was working for this, this uh, bank that I used to work for, it was required from the absolute top all the way to the bottom. It was required for you to take five to seven consecutive days off because if you were running a scheme, it would fall apart if you're out of the office. <laughs> yes, because it's banking. That's yeah. actually, wow. yeah, I, that's and actually that pretty cool. Why, that's a pretty that good idea. That was exactly why they did it, because yeah. people would run schemes, but if they're out for five days, and literally you cannot make phone calls in, you cannot turn your computer on, you cannot do anything work-related during that time, or else you could get fired. Well, there there are countries, I, I forget which country, I think France just passed a law that basically said your job can't email you after work anymore. Between, oh like, when your work that. hours end, they, your job can no longer email well, no, you. They, 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 they had put that into, it wasn't actually true. It was something that they had, like, kind of put out there. 
like before we got Obamacare. They floated it. Um, so they floated it and it just, you know, completely. Because what do you control people outside of the home? I mean, it's kind of impossible to yeah. regulate, but. It's nice to know you can really be like, nah, bitch, I responded to your against text. the law. What it boils yeah. down to, yeah, what it boils down to is if someone starts sending you emails, you could then be like, look, I'm going to I'm gonna com- file a complaint with the government if you don't yeah. stop emailing me when I'm not at work. Yeah, whatever. Like, it is what it is. But, um, hmm. yeah, so. The week between Christmas and New Year's crap. And of course, I would um we would be remiss as nerdy as we are to not acknowledge that we lost Carrie Fisher this week and as well as her mother and Debbie that, Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds, who was that was a big time fucking blower. Um and uh, Veronica picked out something that you want to play this, Veronica? Sure. Let's play. Um, this is uh, her on Colbert a few sure. just a week ago. No, let me ask you something. Can I ask you something about the character of Leia Organa? Would that be all right? Sure. She's got the force. How come she doesn't get a lightsaber? You know, it's that whole women. Yeah. yeah it's a bad thing for women. Even in space, <laughs> women are, you know, there's, there's a double standard. Yeah. With the force, even with the force. She doesn't use, the only force she ever uses is this. Something's wrong. <laughs> she does that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I You can do it better that, than I can. I sense that um, my twin is somewhere. And yeah, I better yeah. hide the cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, why do, do you have to comfort Luke when one guy dies, Ben Kenobi, but your whole planet has exploded. That's right. <laughs> and no one's comforting you. I'm still upset about that. Not only... No, not, Have you addressed this before? Not just my planet. My mother, my stepfather, as I found out yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. My record collection. <laughs> all my clothes. So I have to wear that white dress all the time. Yeah. Gary. Exactly. Well, I had, yes. So it was very sad for me. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Rest in peace, Princess Leia. Yeah, it Mm. was a. I am late to the Star Wars thing, but, you know, the Princess Leia character has always been so infamous. Every pop culture reference has done her in some way. That 70s show with Donna and Eric and their whole Star Wars thing. Big Bang Theory, everyone has done something with Star Wars, and it's always the iconic buns, and it's always, you know, she doesn't have a fucking lightsaber, and it really took me to that moment to realize, like, Carrie Fisher's the hilarious-ass feminist, (laughs) and she has this little dog with a backpack just flopping around behind her, and I was like, that's goals right there, like, 60 happy... You know, dog flapping around. Yeah, she has a uh, she had a support dog. Yeah, even like on just, the even on the just night on the like the longest show. tongue you'd ever seen. Just a little cutie, and just you know, here today, gone tomorrow, and just this you know sad year. Yay! The end and culmination of 2016. Which, Yay! But uh, yeah. just you know, something to kind of <laughs> what's that look for, Sosa? Right. I need I'm to separate you too. I think there are things kicking in inside of my brain that weren't kicking in when we were in the other room. So, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Just give me a moment. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because her face is like daggers. Yeah, right? She's like... <laughs> I'm sorry. She has that pinchy uh, Reese, Reese Witherspoon face. Um, <laughs> hold on. The face I, of a racist. <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, uh, my week between uh, Christmas and New Year's was spent desperately shaking my tits um, for Ooh. money uh, mm-hmm. at my job because I was trying to make my goal for the year. And, and she's not a stripper, and I'm so definitely please not a understand. Close though, close enough. <laughs> close. She sells luxury items. I mean, my first two weeks there, I got proposition twice, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I told you. Was that. it worth it? I didn't take the <laughs> money. It? Uh, then it wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was like Christmas, and then I was hanging around too little. Take that money. What? <laughs> oh, it's, it's definitely a pimp thing. But then I saw a lot of men starting fights with girlfriends, so they didn't have to buy shit. And I thought it was just an internet meme. Nope, it's true. I saw a lot of dudes <laughs> not buying the girl stuff. Like, women were in there just, like, fingering bags. Like, mm-hmm, I would sure love to have this for Christmas. And they was like, you sure would. And kept it moving. But Christmas Eve, half y'all didn't have y'all's gifts ready. I wasn't ready. I bought, like, three things from C's Candy and kept it moving. But <laughs> it's been fun, and now it's New Year's, and... Get this nerdy luxury. It's now eleven fifteen p.m. on we're New Year's Eve. We're struggling because we're all early birds. Do you know birds. what time it is? Do you know who your children are? <laughs> Moments with Montego, Montego. Moments with Montego, Montego. Moments with Montego. Now look, I made an executive decision there by putting that in Thank because you. in the production, somewhat production meeting, well, it wasn't really a production meeting. It was us sitting around a table getting hammered. But <laughs> in that meeting, uh, I want this story um, was cool. not yet, yeah, it was previewed, but, and it really, I want to hear the story. Go, go Montego. So... <laughs> That's a lot of Cedro and I went to the movies. Let's all go to the yesterday. <laughs> Bless you. To see. So, all right. Originally, we were gonna go see. No, 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 no. We were going. We we went and saw the movie Hidden Figures. Oh. Now continue, Montego. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh but originally. We were supposed to go see Office Christmas Party. Okay. You were gonna go see Office Christmas again. You two party again. Me? Please call her. <laughs> you have her okay. number, right? So look, right. That's two the days. comedy one, right? That's that's the, the comedy right. one. Ugh. We talked about this for two days. <laughs> I looked it up. I saw what theater. I planned it out. I was like, yeah, we gotta leave here about ten a.m. We're going to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We get to the movie theater, and I'm standing there looking at all the times, and I'm like, oh, I came to the wrong movie. So I'm like, well, what else do, do you want to see at this point? Because now I'm I'm a little like, you know, oh, that's that's a bummer. Oh, so they didn't even have your movie at all. They had it, well, they but had it was it, playing but, yeah. like much later. Like uh, we were there at like 10, 
15 in the, the morning. The first show was at like 4.25 oh p.m. It was like really even, late. I didn't even know you could see a movie that early. You can see a movie as early as 9 a.m. Wow. Yes. It's like six bucks. That's but, why I go. Right. But but let's be perfectly clear. So he's looking at the times, and I'm also looking at the times, because whenever I go to the movie theater, I'm like, what other movies are showing that right. I didn't know about? So I'm looking at the times, and he says, oh, shit, I came to the wrong movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because damn. I was noticing that the office Christmas party time, you know, wasn't anywhere remotely close to the 10:30 was it 10:30 the 10:30 time 10:30. that we were supposed to <laughs> that we were supposed to come to so then he's like we can see hidden figures <laughs> or what yeah, about you, hidden figures you and, couldn't have two different movies <laughs> than that movie and hidden figures thank you and thank so, you very much for co-signing that because he stated that <laughs> yeah. he stated that you know well I was in the mindset for this we were going to now he's got to get in a whole other mindset so you know comedy. at that point I'm like alright well what else would you like to see so the first movie he says it may not have been the first movie but he says the movie Sing which is that animated right. movie oh the pig yeah, you guys should really go see that together. Yes, we should. I'm not interested. <laughs> oh, but I'm like, if that's what you want to go see, I'll go see that. But what about Hidden Figures? You know, he's like, I'll go see that. And I was like, are you sure? Because I'll go see the other movie. He was like, that's fine. And yeah, so Hidden Figures starts at 11. So, oh, and the guy, <laughs> when I gave him my... <laughs> AMC Stubbs card. Because oh. <laughs> you're a platinum member. Right. He says everything you do, you're a platinum. Actually, it's not platinum. He says it's, pr- it's premium. Oh, premium. Uh, do you know you're a premium <laughs> member? Why, yes, I do. And I'm like, why, yes, thank you. <laughs> so we get in the theater, and we're the... F- we're the first two of three people that are in there. That's what I was. That was my next question: Is how many people saw this so movie, the movie at, at 11, eleven a.m. with you? So we were in there thinking, okay, you know, that's ten thirty rolls around, and those pre-movie things start. Okay, ten forty-five. It's pretty much you know not many people in here. Ten fifty. Next thing you know, here comes like everybody. Really, and it was such yeah. a diverse crowd of like. You know what the movie's about, right? Right. Well, the, why don't you the, tell the people because we know hidden but. figures. The three black women who work for NASA um, in the sixties: uh, Taraji P Henson, Octavia Spencer, and Janelle Monae, mm-hmm. Kevin Costner, yeah. uh, Jim Parsons, and a host of other Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst in her racist the role. Apollo space program. <laughs> right. It was during it. it was during the space race. Right. And and the contributions of several black women who were um incredibly intelligent and they featured three in the forefront um that assisted in making that possible um the speed at which we did it to actually be the first to get to the moon even though we weren't the first in space or the first to put a man in space we won the Um, big the big race but yeah we won we won the big one and it was largely in part to those um women and so you know they show three of those women um probably the three most important ones but i mean it was it was great but yes at 10 (laughs) 50 The it, it was like it, a field it, trip it, or it something. It changed. It changed so fast, and <laughs> so it went like from it, you it, two it went from and being, one other person. It, it went, went from, from being, it went from being like maybe eight people right. to 
full. Wow. And then and then when the movie started, like the preview started and people were still coming in. The movie started and people were still coming in. It was it ended up being a full theater. Wow. And and of course, you know we were on the rows where we had our coats to separate to keep like a seat between us and the other people cuz you know because he was like had my coat not been there the white lady that's just sat down would have sat right next to me and i was like i kn- i know <laughs> so you went, wait was this the first day the movie was out or something like no it's a, been out it's been out for a few for, wow. for a few weeks i don't know i i don't know but when i say uh the the day before new year's eve packed at at 11 o'clock in the morning like and normally when you go to the theater at that time, you go not just for the fact that it's cheaper, but you expect that it was it's going to be a very intimate experience. And it was a, and it was right? a really mixed crowd of people. Like it wasn't just it was old diverse. people that you think would come to a movie right. and matinee. Like it was old people, young people, middle aged people, white people, blacks, wow. Hispanics. Like there was a large diversity in the crowd and it was packed. So let's talk about Friday. how you being that person, the movie starts at 11 and you come in at 11.15 because you're thinking, well, it's previews and I'll get a seat. But when you walk in, the theater's full. Right. But you still want to walk up to the top of the steps because you want to find a like, Bitch, there are no seats up here. You've got your, you've got your phone out as a light and you're flashing oh. it up and down the aisle. There are no seats. You need to sit your happy ass in the front. That's what you get for not coming on time. <laughs> So now like, you're going to have a crick in your neck because you didn't show up. That's not time. my problem. Right. Or go get your refund and go see a later a, a later flick. Like that's just the way it works. So yeah, if you are one of those people, please don't be in the movie theater when I'm in there. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, because there'll be a sign out front that says Montego Moreno is seeing this film. <laughs> if you see and, that, and, film, and of course do not we sat on the row where things. the couple was like, there was a couple who came in late and they were making. So much noise as they were moving up the steps because they were. There are no seats up here. I mean, there were, but they're they're not. You need to sit in the front. And of course, the lady to the left of Cedro was like, "Um, is someone sitting? Could you move over?" No, bitch, I can't. He was like, "Sure." Yeah, it was it was actually the seat that was reserved for my coat and hat because excuse me me, sir but my coat and hat are sitting here I believe in the same buffer zone as when I decide to urinate in a urinal in a public restroom there needs to be one space there needs to at least be one (laughs) one space we'll we'll get to that too I was going to say that could be a whole new topic this is part part of the movie experience (laughs) right so as the movie starts we're on the row His, his, his coat and hat are now moved and at that point I realized my coat and are now com- my code is now compromised, <laughs> so it's gonna have my to move. Been compromised. And the whole time I'm thinking, you know, I'm gonna have to sit next to this, you know, heavy set lady, this older black lady, and it's like, you know, and these seats are like the old AMC seats; uh, they're not comfortable. Yeah. And we walked through a couple rows, rows, and we were just look, just looking at the seat, like the fabric, and it was just like, um, come, come, uh, <laughs> that might be gum, and that's. Clearly, chocolate. I think. So I'm gonna go to yeah. It just popcorn butter. The whole, the whole. Yeah, really not bad. Hoffman now, Alexandra, white people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, as the movie you know gets started, there's this older black lady, and she's like, (laughs) you know, the whole it's. 
Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pointing it's towards just, the chair. It's just, it's just noises and point. Yeah, all. and point. That's so all it's do. like, uh, okay. So I move my, my coat, and she sits down, and she's clearly waiting for someone. And the person that she's waiting for probably doesn't come until, like, right before the movie starts. So it's, like, 20 minutes through the previews and you see that she sees her friend and we're all the way in the back. Like we're the, the second, the last the second row. to last row penultimate. And she's like sitting up and waving her hand and flashing her in, in phone the dark. in the dark <laughs> and trying to make these noises, but not make a noise to get her friends, her friends or daughter, whoever attention. So she sees her, she comes up, and the lady moves next to me. So I'm like, fuck. So all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this bitch has a three-piece dinner in her lap. But that's not the only thing. The lady who was sitting next to me pulls a, a... of a plate wrapped in foil yes. out of her and I'm sitting here and I'm elbowing him to the left and I'm like this is the, no, the plate yeah the, the plate it was a small plate so I saw the plate I was going to say something to you but I definitely oh got furious elbows before so Dude. I was like let me just let him tell now mind you mind you Mind you, mind you, the theater is packed. So it's not like it's you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's it's not like people are spread out. Like we're sitting right up on top of each other. Yeah. And when this woman pulled out this plate, I was like, this is just I'm I'm elbowing him like this bitch has got her fucking plate and I can't believe this shit and the other girls got like a three piece meal in the movie theater. now mind you I realized AMC Hoffman they do sell like food chicken fingers and stuff. this didn't smell like chicken fingers this is like smell like Popeyes. fried chicken like not Popeyes but it smell like fried chicken anytime it Royal comes Farm. on a styrofoam plate it covered in been aluminum foil this came from Dude. home no 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 you know that's what I'm saying the woman sitting next to me had a plate in her bag that was wrapped in foil. <laughs> right. But her friend that she was waving down in the dark, right. she sat down and had a three-piece dinner in like this brown, collapsible <laughs> Listen, the movie theater was packed. The movie theater was packed, and we were just like, okay, you know, you gotta take that deep breath and you realize I'm gonna be here for the next like at least two hours. They, they pulled it. How far was, how far into the movie were you when they pulled these plates out? Like the movie was like the opening It was, just, yeah, it was, it was just like the 20th Century Fox. All right, let's like get Like fanfare and yeah. all of a sudden I hear there's wrestling and I just happen to look to my right and I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm I mean, like, elbow, yeah. elbow. Just, just pulled, she just pulled a plate out her, like, like and then she says do y'all want a piece uh, if she would have said that we, no, Houston bitch, we have a problem <laughs> Houston we have a problem no actually beside her three piece dinner her plate actually was cake Yeah, she was like mm-hmm. I'm, he didn't hear this cause he's still gonna let me mm-hmm. girl I got me a piece of cake and I'm like 
but it was just a whole it, it took right. me back to my childhood and it, for <laughs> we're in the DC area so back in the day in the 80s there was a restaurant called Chesapeake Bay Seafood Hub. Chesapeake yes. Bay with the hush and puppies. at Chesapeake Bay it was all you can eat seafood yep and I was a church boy growing up, and my grandmother had this big silver purse that she would carry with her. And let me just say, yeah, when chicken. we would get home from when we would get home from Chesapeake Bay, my grandmother would pull the plastic baggies out of her purse with the, with the baby gold shrimp that they had, the, 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 the pound of baby gold yep, shrimp that the they pound. had ordered that she put in her purse because it was all you could eat. No, we not gonna let this go to waste. They would bring it out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they bring out bowls. bowls. She would, she would, she would order them, and then I'm gonna need another one of those. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure at that time those people knew what was going on. But my, she, right in the bag. And when we get, and I'm not gonna. Hey, when we got home, <laughs> we had baby go shrimp. <laughs> I'm just saying, and they had hush puppies because I didn't hush like puppies. those things. But yeah, I didn't like them either. So, aside from their three piece meal and her holiday cake from home wrapped in foil. <laughs> The movie was really good. As we said, we told you who starred in it. Kirsten Dunst was a racist, and Veronica commented earlier that she had the racist face, and we all laughed. Racist face is <laughs> true. So there were periodically times throughout the movie where... <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? I, I do. Where, <laughs> like... Grunt down so there was this part where Kevin Costner's character, and everyone knows Kevin Costner's white, and he's mm. playing a white man, decides to have like this moral victory where he knocks down this colored women's only sign for a bathroom for a bathroom and the audience claps <laughs> and when the audience claps Cedro leans into my right my left ear and says <laughs> oh um I said so we're treating them like children now we're paying them to do their chores like we're applauding someone for doing something that you're already supposed right. to do. <laughs> when in the movie, there were several instances in which there were victories, moral victories, for the black people and black women in general. And people were just like, aha! But then as soon as Kevin Costner as as knocks a white down guy does it. a sign, <laughs> yeah. people are applauding. Oh, Way to go, so white you guys man. weren't supposed to already have been doing like what? I never understand that. I always attribute it to like the whole kids um, getting paid for chores thing. <laughs> it's like, why are you getting any type of recognition or awarding for doing white, something you're already supposed complex? to do? Exactly. <laughs> like the movie. The movie was great. It the movie a, was awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was a really good. It was a really good hour forty five minutes well spent. Like I'm, it. It was worth yeah, it. Aside from the movie, I mean, aside from the theme, Smelling like body and laundry day. <laughs> body and laundry. Body and laundry. Um, body and, and, and laundry. then obviously the um, the cookout food that was <laughs> and cookout food that was enjoyed. Because <laughs> there was a time where I was like, "Is that? Do I detect chicken? Like I don't." And, and the audience clapped at the end. Like the the audience was like, "Yeah!" At the end, they they gave it a round of applause. Like it was it was a good move. It was nice to see because it was such a diverse audience. It wasn't in your typical black neighborhood where you would expect all the mamas right. and grandmamas and cousins and aunts to come yeah. out to see that. Like it was a very diverse crowd. It, so, it was a full. It was a full. And it was a full house. It was like, a full, full house at the weirdest time. Yeah, at like, eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. on a Friday, weeks after it came out, to get such a full theater was so awkward. 
But I mean, it was it was. But it was this good. is why. What is this movie called? Again? Hidden Figures. This is why Hidden Figures will be very successful. And uh, what's the rapey guy, uh, Turner? The one no one went to go see. Matt Turner, oh. Birth of a Nation. Birth, Birth of, of a Nation. Nation. Yeah. Because black women, when he got real <clears throat> ugly about that whole rape situation, we were like, we will not be going to see that movie. But Hidden Figures, huh? Is, there, we'll is, this, is this a movie that is in time for Oscar? No. No, they the Oscars, yeah, the Oscars are already... Did uh, hidden, you mean Hidden Figures? Yeah, yeah. it's got to be next year. Yeah. yeah, But Birth oh. of a Nation's yeah. not going to get shit. I know, like, fin- They're gonna yeah. get Fences like came out in time, or they did whatever they needed to do paperwork-wise in time. Yeah. So Fences has consideration. Well, again, you should definitely go see it. Five stars. It was, it was good. You laugh, you feel it. It's not one of those movies where you're just like, I mean, you already know at the time the time that it's taking place, you're gonna have to deal with the racism. You got to deal with those things, but it's not the entirety of the movie. So okay. you don't walk out feeling like, "Damn, fuck white people, mm-hmm. let's burn this motherfucker down." Mm-hmm. You actually walk out thinking, Haha, "Fuck you, white people." It's because of us that you made it to the movie. <laughs> and black people, two thousand and one, scratch, scratch, scratch. Um, so as we're trying to exit the movie, we're on a row where no one to the right of me is moving. They're all sitting down. So I'm just like, okay. And to the left. <laughs> oh, okay, so there was <clears throat> directly to my left um, after I had to move my coat and hat, which completely violated every rule and mm-hmm. made me incredibly anxious for the duration of the movie, was an old white lady. And next to her, I believe, was her husband, because old white ladies usually have those. Um <clears throat> But beside her, because they actually left, there was like this foreign white woman, um, possibly you know Eastern European or something. Wartime, and she <laughs> and she was talking about. She was from Wartime, She was talking Jackson. about like progress of progress of women in America and in the world in general. But she decided that she also didn't want to move towards the exit. <laughs> and she was the only thing blocking us from getting out in a timely fashion. So, of course, we were behind her. Um, Montego and I now apparently also have a slight impatience when it comes to people not people being in the way. Yeah, because oh, I yeah. was surveying and I was about two seconds to climbing over the seat in front of me (laughs) because she was, I mean, she was taking that long. And I've realized the more we've gone out, he's very, like, he's really the polite one. Like, he will speak to people. He, like, he's really polite. Whereas me, I'm, like, thinking about, I'm channeling Veronica the whole time. Like, fuck (laughs) holding the door. Like, don't look my way. Like, seriously. Like, that's what I, and he's so polite about it. So I'm like, I'm feeling antsy. I've already had to sit next to the chicken and the cake. And I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Like, I mean, seriously. And we finally get out and we both have to use the restroom. And there's this older black couple in front of us. And he's wearing this bright yellow Mario Andretti style jacket. And we go into the restroom and he ends up standing at the urinal between Cedro and I. And he, (laughs) at that point, you know, I'm just not 
paying yeah you're not talking to me he sort of looks towards cedro and says <laughs> so my 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 streaming my streaming was almost done um urination right and you know there there are certain rules like if there's space you pick one right um you go one away like yeah. you never it's directly next to someone yeah and you also never talk to anyone at no, a urinal ever ever even if you know them and you even came no. with them like that's no. just that's just it's, it's guy code. We yeah, don't you, do it. Why are you having a conversation? Yeah, just I'm I don't peeing, like right. wait to, like it can't it can't wait for forty five seconds. Right. Like seriously. We can talk at the sink. At so, the sink. We're washing our hands. So as I finish up my stream, <laughs> my I turn stream. I turn away to go to the you know, to to wash my hands because I'm not a dirty fuck. And this guy... Because there are plenty of those. This guy, like, turns in my direction and is like, that movie was really good, huh? (laughs) And I proceed directly still to the sinks because I don't speak to people who speak to me while I'm urinating. And he sounded like a runaway slave. (laughs) Runaway. Runaway slave. Yeah, it was just one of those experiences. And by this time, it's like one in the afternoon. It was like, it was 125. (laughs) But the movie was really good. The movie was really, really, it was worth, it's it's worth seeing. You don't have to sell me on the movie. What you have to sell me on is the other people. Right. It was Hoffman. It was weird. It was it was it was like it was like going to Largo in reverse. <laughs> like I would expect this at Largo, Largo. Not but not at Hoffman. Oh, but but you also have to keep in mind that when you subject yourself to being a part of a theater experience and the theater is yeah. full you're almost always going to experience fuckery. Yeah. In it's most there can't be that many form. that many people in one place. It's like there's always like, yeah. a child screaming and no one actually <laughs> taking care of it. Right. There's always someone like playing on their phone and shining lights in the people's oh, faces. Yeah. And entering the old phone black calls. man sitting in front of us who opened uh, his phone screen was so bright for like five <laughs> minutes. And at one point, I wanted to kick the back of his chair because it's like. You're now ruining my experience because I can't pay attention because you're fucking fuck. Really? Yeah. I, I, are you trying to figure it out? Because that's but that's, that's how long literally it's every every like, cliche. When you have that many people, every cliche thing's gonna. It's like when you have a full flight. There's and you said that, when you have a full you flight, you're gonna have a baby screaming on the plane. Like it's that's the way it is. Like it's a full flight. There's going to be a baby that's gonna fucking scream. Yeah, and, and anyone who thinks that five minutes of light is not a bad thing. 10 seconds of light right. is too much yeah. in a theater when you're trying to enjoy Stop something. Stop making my pupils dilate and redilate. Like, and do all, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to be you don't have to be a conformist to not use your phone in a theater. You can just not use it. Like it's 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 pretty important that you don't because it kind of fucks up the experience for everybody else. Because I'm sure that you wouldn't like it either. Um, just a point of reference, like. <laughs> and I'm sure that you had plenty of time to look at whatever the fuck you're looking at on your phone yeah, like, during the previews or before they dim the lights or before you got there. Well, in this case, 95 percent of the people that came in came in during the previews within the last 10 minutes before it started. And the first 25 minutes after it started. Yeah. So So they really shouldn't have had their phones out at all. Again, people had to see how to get up the stairs. 
They're light stairs. No, because you have to realize at the point when the movie, when the feature starts, the theater pretty much goes dark. Those lights. Hoffman has emergency lights. Hoffman has kind of gone down. Like, remember, Hoffman used to be the kind of. It used to be the. Yeah. Although they have a Dolby theater because that was the theater that we saw Rogue One in and the right. Dolby experience was like, whoa, but that's like twelve dollars a person. Yeah. But the regular theater looked like if you sprayed luminol and took a black light. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, most theaters look like I mean, that. of course no, you can you No, can... <laughs> seriously, it no, no. It was no, a little worse than no. this. This is average. I'm telling you. Going between Hoffman and Largo as much as we do, you would think Largo would be... I, I hate to say it. Yeah. You would think Largo would be the theater that would be like, uh, Hoffman would... It, yeah. It just... It was bad. The last time we went to Hoffman, it was not to go to the theater, but to go to the Ruby Tuesdays or whatever. <laughs> right next to the theater, right? Yeah. And we were just shocked, one, at how fucking busy... It was on like we went on a random day too. It was like a Thursday or something. But I mean, they were there on a Friday morning. Yeah, and it was busy. But it's that train. You're right. Like it's (laughs) thirty. That area is like there's nothing around. Like it's a bunch of fucking. It's like the it's it's purgatory. It's not the suburbs. It's not the city. It's it's old town. Like what the fuck? If you don't, if you're not a millionaire, why are you there? Like, oh. But the movie was good, so was, everyone yeah. go see was, the movie. It was definitely worth. It was definitely worth. It. <laughs> Just in figures. Pick, see it. Pick pick your theater wise. We also saw. Really we also went to see Assassin's Creed, which is based off a video game starring Michael Fassbender, Lily Lillian. Who? Cotillard chick? Oh, um, Marion. Oh, Marion Cotillard. Cotillard. Autobus. Jim Bob Cotillard. Jeremy Irons. And I really. The black guy from The Wire with the scar on his face. And the I forget his name. The black guy from The Wire. He was also in it. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. There were a few other people. Anyway, um, based off the video game. I really don't want to go into it. Yeah. Um, the action sequences were awesome. I really enjoyed them. They were very, very much like the game. The story was a bit... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but for the it's action... It was, it, I could see... I could see, like, if this is the beginning of a franchise, I could see the second one being better, hopeful, ho- hopefully. Yeah, it's like one of those things where you look at it and you're like, I'm excited to see what they do in the second one. Because the first one, eh, but it wasn't bad. Like, you can see them after they establish the initial story, like, what they can do with it. Um, So it was one of those. As far as, like, best video game adaptation into a movie, probably not. I still would give that to Warcraft. That Well, that's um, what I was going to ask. How many, at this point, how many video game Ad- adaptations have there been? I remember, obviously, Tomb Raider. I think was there was Tomb Raider. There was Silent Hill. Um, oh, Resident Sil- Evil. Okay. Yeah, Resident Evil. That's right. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, I mean, Warcraft was recent, right? But I feel like Warcraft did the best job. But there haven't been that many, generally, right? Um, I mean, Street Fighter. A lot. There's like, been there's, a lot there's, more than you think. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's been a lot more. Yeah. 
Recently, maybe not. Mario Brothers, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Ninja right. Turtles Transformers. Yeah. yeah. What was? Yeah, Ninja Turtles was a. But Ninja Turtles was a comic or a show. It was. Right? It, was, it a, was a comic. Com, uh, cartoon. 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 It's comic. original. It's original. But it was also yeah, it was originally as a ca- cartoon. But I like, remember the Mario Brothers had that terrible Mario rap. That was like the worst movie ever. <laughs> It was such a bad like. So I would say Assassin's Creed Redbox it. Okay. Netflix it, maybe. Or Netflix it. I mean, if that happens. I mean, Netflix. Netflix gained a whole lot of stuff. Like they they put. They did. um, What is it? Captain America: Civil War is on Netflix Mm now. So now we have a couple other. Marvel superhero movies are on there 15 too. Fifteen minutes. There are fifteen minutes to twenty seventeen. <laughs> oh, wow. Fifteen minutes. Well, we need to. Uh, we got two more people to knock out. So, yeah, well, was, who, who wants to go now? Rock is. paper scissors. Do it now. Ready? Rock paper scissors. Shoot. That's, uh, wait. Scissors. <laughs> wait. How did you just I, have I, one right? finger? One finger got caught. Rock paper scissors. Shoot. Uh, she wins. All right. Paper cut scissors. So so. So Sosa is wearing a scarf, a.k.a. a wool blanket for a Cambodian <laughs> family in the mountains. I don't think Cambodia right, has one. Let's do this. And everybody's got, everybody's got to listen close. Oh, uh, hell. hard to hear it though just it's because it's so loud the fucking guitar oh just, my god it was hard to hear it in general oh just because she's she screams so loud <laughs> that she's she's actually <laughs> clipping the recording so oh a clip god. meaning like for, for oh, you audio engineer those of you that aren't audio engineers oh so it clips meaning like that it she was so loud that she reached zero decibels <laughs> she went which is the maximum that a digital recorder can record yes. and she goes over that so everything is <laughs> like over top because that's how loud she was when that was recorded hmm. But Sosa got here safe Ooh. this evening. Yes, she did with minimal road rage episode. Minimal. It ain't meaning, 2017. Meaning just there yet. was. Some. I've got 15 more minutes. Yeah, right. 13 actually. Oh, 13. Okay. Situation. Proceed. So I don't really. Well, I guess my situation can be the rest of what um, I want to do for 2017. Ooh, there's more. Mm. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago. I decided I wanted to do what I'm now calling the Compassion Project 2017, where I exercise compassion for stupid shit that other people do that bothers me. And I then stop from doing the yelling and screaming that I normally would, either externally or internally to myself. And then I say, hmm. Maybe this is really hard for this person. Maybe them being this stupid is a challenge for them rather than an affront to me. So one thing that really bothers the living hell out of me is when people say things like, me, myself, personally. (sighs) 
<laughs> Who the fuck else are you talking about when you start a sentence with I? Redundancy. But you. You're talking about yourself. We know that shit. But me, myself, personally, has been something I've heard like five times this weekend. Every time, I'm just like... Who the fuck else are we talking about but you? You said I don't like me, myself, personally. That's one of those things. And then, what was the other one I said? Um, People asking, I don't even know what you want to call it, because it's not a leading question. But, like, for example, one of the worst questions you could ever ask me, Just and this is a public service announcement, (laughs) what are you doing this weekend? Seems simple enough, seems innocent. Open-ended. Open, thank you. Mm-hmm. Open-ended questions, i.e., what are you doing this weekend? Nothing. Don't you want to help my cousin's sister's girlfriend's fiancé move? Well, no. <laughs> it, but you knew that it was a no because that's why you didn't ask me that up front. You asked me what I was doing what this What I was weekend. doing, yeah. And then you assumed that since the answer was nothing, I would want to go help you do this stupid shit you don't want to oh, do. Oh, well, then you're you available. Then you're available. Stop asking open-ended questions. My answer can still be no, even if I'm available. Yes, it can. These are things I have little patience for. I have little patience for irrationality, like the conversation we were having earlier about the person who did the thing with the incorrect fruit. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's the point. In in 2017, I'm exercising more compassion for stupid shit that other people do that bugs me because I realize that is actually a personal problem. And while it is a failing of their own sense, it is still not their problem that it bothers yes, me. It is. You just called it a failing of their <laughs> So you see the sarcasm with which I'm using this, this whole a, project. This is a paradox. You're like, you, I appreciate the empathy that you are. You're you're feeling you're, you're feeling empathetic. I'm trying for their, to be empathetic for, for dumbasses. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I I encourage everyone who feels the same kind of a way, look within, look inside yourself, and say, can I find compassion for this fuckery that you're dealing with right now? Can I look inside myself and find a better way to deal with your stupidity? I think we can. I think yes, we can. Can. Well, we're going to have to do a lot of that as the, as the year progresses. Uh, eight minutes. Eight minutes until 2017. Hmm. <clears throat> wow. Sounds like it's time for the word of the day. I think it is. I think <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> the reaction in the room is just... Oh, tell me, Cedro, tell me what's the word of word of... It's the word of the day. Whenever Cedro says it, you know it's on his way. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every time a laugh will follow. Seven and a half minutes. So, <clears throat> this word I feel like is appropriate to the day. Um, <clears throat> and the word of the day, it actually isn't on my top um, list of words of all time, but yeah. I think it's a applicable word. And that word is anxiolytic. Oh. <laughs> My nipples just got hard. Exactly. <laughs> A-N-X-I-O-L-Y-T-I-C. Anxiolytic. <laughs> this word, if used as an adjective, means anxiety or stress relieving. 
As a noun, it's a type of medicine that relieves anxiety. Oh. <clears throat> that that relieves anxiety right there. To use it in a sentence. The four glasses of gin that I've previously had worked as an anxiolytic for the new year. And well, well thank you. <laughs> Bows graciously. Um I like the word cuz I feel anxious pretty much all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. Cuz <laughs> OCPD and slight agoraphobia, but <clears throat> cuz crowds of people make me anxious. Um so anxiolytic is important to me and I think for the year because people are always People are always around, lots of people feeling anxious, need things to relieve anxiety or stress. Um, so I kind of did this more for the the booze side of everything. Right. Um, anybody who likes to drink, um, myself included, mm-hmm. gin all the way. Um, but I, I think that the I think that the word is it's a it's a great word. It's kind of cool too because it's everybody. Most people are familiar with the word anxiety mm. or anxious. Yeah, I mean, so to learn like a new form right. of a word that you're used to, I think is pretty cool. So anxiolytic. Anxiolytic. I certainly had my doctor give me three refills of my Xanax prescription after mm. the election. So. Oh. That helps with my anxiolytic tendencies, if we should say. <laughs> That's a good word. We're just preparing for Obamacare to be taken right. away. Right. Like, five minutes. Five. <laughs> It'll be taken away. In five. Has anybody seen, um, has any, speaking of shows, has anybody seen um, Leah Remini's Scientology show? I have. Isn't it oh interesting? Oh, my God. That shit is crazy. It is interesting. Is it? It is. Tell me more. Well, basically, so for those who don't know who Leah Remini is, Leah Remini was the um, wife on King of Queens. Mm-hmm. It was probably the most notable. She was also, she started her career on Saved by the Bell, I mm-hmm. think. Oh. She's a, she's cute. I've always thought she was cute. Um, she, uh, but she's kind of got like a New York, like a real nice New Jersey, New York yes. thing, go heavy thing. So she was a Scientologist and got wrapped up all into it. I can't remember, Veronica, you might remember, was her, were her parents in it? Is that how her she Her mother got, was in her it. Her mother was in it. So she realized it was bullshit and realized that the whole thing was a cult and it was just basically a giant pyramid scheme that was just sucking money out of everybody that was involved and now, and then, and then breaking families apart. So she started doing this documentary to expose it and she started meeting all these people who just, who not seen their siblings and parents and mm. I mean, it, there there are parts of it that are heartbreaking because you see, it, like, the struggle that these people are going through, like, when they had to... I mean, if you try to leave Scientology, they ruin your life. So, and that's basically what she's documenting. She's trying to show that this is not really a healthy, um, functioning society uh, that this this religion is so but it's it's really good like, if you get... It's on A&E and if you get a chance to watch it and you feel like... Um, Losing some faith in humanity, <laughs> uh, like we haven't lost enough already. Um, watch it, like it, you know, sh- like the the one, the two things that strike me about it are on one side, like what people will do to have power over other people, like the extent that they will go yeah. to have power over the other people, and then on the and then on the flip side of that, how freaking credulous and gullible people can be to believe this nonsense and <laughs> bullshit, like. And it also gives you a window of how religions get started. Like, 
most religions start crazy and then they find, you know, you know, the, the Mormon church didn't start that long ago. So it's, it's, it's interesting if you, I, I highly recommend, and it's getting creepier because while they're doing the show, while they're going around, they're being followed by private investigators that have been hired by the church of Scientology to basically make their lives living hells. So it, I mean, it's, it's really crazy. Like three minutes, three minutes and counting. But she's like the perfect person to do it because her personality, like, right. is she's so like, I fuck real. you. Yeah, she's on some fuck you shit. She's, I think she's the perfect person to do it because I think people, there's a believability to her. Like, if, even if yeah. she's acting or if she's, I mean, she sticks with what she is. She doesn't like, like, we're not going to see her in a Sophie's Choice type movie anytime. No, so. no. So she's the perfect person. This might to be kind the best. This it. might be the most important thing she ever does. I agree. This, this might be the last thing she ever does. Right. It might yeah. be. They might. She might get black. She's, she might done. disappear. Like she, this no, this is it for her because she's spilling all of the tea. She's telling every little bit, and she's exposed. Tom Cruise is going to come after Veronica. Her. Veronica. <laughs> Veronica. We, Veronica. We have ninety seconds. Go get a bottle of champagne and the glasses. Somebody go get it. It's ninety. We have ninety seconds. We got ninety seconds till till twenty seventeen. I'm not. I'm just, what are, we have these bottles of champagne we purchased. Are we going to drink them? <laughs> I didn't purchase mine again, man. From any where? last words for 2016? <laughs> anyone? You could tell. Oh, yes. Actually, there is. Um, can all listeners, um, <laughs> all of our many minute, listeners, one minute um, remaining? Can can we please leave in 2016? The idea of leaving something in a particular year, <laughs> right? Um, can that? we stop saying yeah. that we'll leave, like? Can we leave things in 2016 or leave things in 2015? Like, they will continue. You will continue to be annoyed by it. Yeah. You make the decision as to how you are it going sounds, to deal with it. It sounds really stupid when you look in the next year and you're like, um, what? For what reason would I think that 20 somehow in 2017 any of this is going to stop? We haven't gotten this rid of only thought going, yet, so yeah. I don't think we're going to get rid of anything else. Right. This is all going to continue. 22 seconds. 21. We can't get where Connor's responsibly. Well, we have a well, let's get to Let's get to 10. Will 10 he is gonna get be it open before 13, the 12, <laughs> 10, 9, 8, you. 7, 6, six uh, 5, 4, 3, 3 2, 1. And we are in the new year. <laughs> All right, come on out wow. here. Yay. Yay. Yay! Wait, are we singing? Do you know the words to all that? Tomorrow, <laughs> we'll drink a cup of Cleveland's beer. Woodford Reserve. Thank you. the harmony that's nice <laughs> my dear for 
thank you to everyone who has listened to Nerds in Luxury in 2016. We look forward to doing more, many more episodes with you in 2017, sharing our thoughts, our feelings, our opinions on the world that is crumbling before us. We hope you'll share these experiences with us and continue to listen. Refer us to your friends and family and significant others. Mm. Thank and you, Montego, for this really good Prosecco. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Thanks for uh, joining us. Let's uh, have a great 2017, regardless of uh, the orange Cheeto dust that is uh, <laughs> smirking in our. National Spotlight. Uh, to money. Can, yes, you can follow Nerds and Luxury at Veronica. Oh, Nerds and Luxury at nerdsandluxury.com. Yeah. <laughs> nerds and Luxury on Instagram. Right. Nerds and Luxury on Twitter. Word. Twi- uh, Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, oh, Veronica9, Twitter. Montego. What's your creds? Why is it so, so loud? Because it's an old ass recording. Montego <laughs> underscore 24 on the Twitter. On the Twitter. And Buster underscore B20746 for my gamers out there on the yes. PlayStation oh, Network. Yes. So Savanel. You can follow me at Sosa underscore Vanal, S-O-S-A underscore V-A-N-A-L-L on Instagram, the Twitter, and Facebook. For all But yes, uh, <laughs> I am Cedro. Just Google me. Just Google him. C E E D R O. Google me. Follow me. Google me, baby. You know what? I appreciate you. Because uh, I think that's the first thing I ever told you. I was like, so Google me. Google me. <laughs> yeah, I'll catch you later. Yeah. But, but what's going to happen is we're going to be out somewhere. And he's going to be like, oh, I have 10 friend requests. <laughs> that's how you do it. Look at you. Oh, and uh, Wellington does not have social media. No. But you can I always. Uh, you can, he has a, No, he has a Twitter. It's Wellie's World. And I, of course, you just go to MrWise.net yeah. and everything's there. I'm going to take Cedro's follows. M-I-S-T-E-R-W-I-S-E. Mr. Wise. Donald Duck. Mr. Wise. All right. We're going to all go to sleep. So Come see me at work. The nerds have spoken. The nerds have spoken. The nerds have spoken. Just that's negligence. We holy shoes to be self.